Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast with your host Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hello everyone. I'm very sorry for the delay in getting another podcast episode out. I have been working night and day and I really mean night and day on finishing this herbalism, PTSD and traumatic stress course. And yeah, this podcast does take a bit of time to edit even a short episode and the transcript seems to just take me ages. But yeah, so I just I couldn't kind of like I just could I just couldn't do it. Like I was doing my best, but I just I really wanted to focus on getting the course done um, and had got into a bit of a financial pickle of um yeah just you know good old capitalism like I can't pay my rent unless I launch this thing so it means I have to work like all hours under the sun to finish it um but no it was it was amazing and yeah it felt like putting together like to be honest like a lifetime of reading and learning and self-studying and experimenting with plants and trying to understand like the politics of trauma and talking to friends and comrades about this and all this work with the Solidarity Apothecary of like supporting people experiencing traumatic stress and you know what hubs can support them in their journeys and stuff and like how does this all fit into like a collective frame into like a political frame and yeah I just you know that meme with the guy and there's like 500 bits of paper and like string like and his hair's all crazy like I just was like that for like fuck you know sorry to swear like just for like months on end just working 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 like trying to bring everything together and I think yeah I think I do have a good skill in like summarizing complex things into like clearer things and bullet points and like practical information um so yeah this may come back to bite me if I get called out for content in the course but I do feel quite proud of it like in the sense of there's like 60 lessons in there there's 32 plant profiles like which are really going like into depth about specific herbs and their actions on the nervous system and like when they might be appropriate and when they might not be appropriate and how that matches with like polyvagal theory um, or yeah different kind of ways the body expresses distress whether it's like hyperarousal and reactivity or whether it's like sleep disturbances um so yeah I think I think like yeah it's hard for a working class femme to be like she's proud of herself because you know our culture is not like that right especially I hate to say it but this kind of anarchist world of just like unrelenting like critique of each other and everything we do and like never giving each other like sweet feedback or kindness um okay maybe not that dramatic but I feel like you know it's kind of yeah not very common that someone would be like hey well done you did a thing um but I actually feel like proud of myself like I think it is absolutely massive as an offering um I think it will really help people I've had like beautiful emails from people already that like (laughs) sorry probably hearing my voice like that just made me want to cry because like yeah they're just like like just so grateful that there is like an offering which is like sliding scale and that they can actually do it because I think there is this thing when like you don't have the like financial resources to like enroll in certain programs and you know that they'll really help you and that you need them but you just like can't access them and I think for people who've been through traumatic shit like your ability to organize your own life or complete things or go to things like uni you know like I left home at 16 like uni wasn't it didn't feel like an option for me if that makes sense but 
yeah, to be able to create an offering for people who, yeah, maybe can't access other options and that this calls them and they are actually able to do it. And I'm like offering that from a place of generosity. Like I think it's really meaningful. And I think some of the emails have been like really beautiful. Like, you know, I'm not into like dehumanizing disclosure. Like I don't want it's not I don't want, but I don't need people to email me telling me about their economic circumstances, if that makes sense. Like I grew up being the kid who got the free school lunches, who had to apply for grants and stuff like this. Like I don't need people to like share that stuff. Like if the, you know, the code is on the website, if they would just want to access it for free, they can just access it for free. Like, but you know, at the same time, it's also been really cute and sweet and moving that people have written to me with like a little bit more about their lives and what's been happening for them and like how the course will be useful for them just to feel that little bit connected you know because it's all like the internet isn't it it's difficult but yeah so I like launched the thing and um yeah I've been really blown away by the response and some people are paying and some people are paying the resource rate which is really amazing okay three people have paid the resource rate um but people you know are paying the standard rate and yeah I think yeah it feels like a huge like achievement if that makes sense like I felt good about it um there's still like a few sections to finish I have to record the implementation plan and the case studies um my computer's basically like completely gone on strike from these like videos like course videos and the screen recording software is just like (laughs) like bust it so anyway I'm waiting till it's finished like till I finish this like launch phase and then I'm going to take it to get fixed and then I will record these final things so yeah but I'm gonna read a little bit of blurb about it just in case you didn't listen to the last episode all about the course or you haven't seen me talk about it on social media um and then the focus of this episode is all about self-heal which is um the next chapter in the prisoner's herbal book if you're new here the prisoner's herbal is a book i wrote after my experiences in prison um did a three and a half year sentence when i was 21 and i learned herbalism inside and ever since i've been studying herbal medicine and then i put together a book that could be sent to other prisoners based on my experiences with these plants and how to use them like in a prison context so i'll be reading that all about self-heal um and I'm also a member of this like Channel Zero network, right? This kind of network of anarchist podcasts. So I'm going to play a little jingle. It's going down and you're invited for what they selling. We ain't buying. There is no running. There is no hiding. There's only fighting or dying. It's going down and you're invited for what they selling. We ain't buying. There is no running. There is no hiding. It's only fighting or dying. It's Going Down is a digital community center from anarchist, anti-fascist, autonomous, anti-capitalist, and anti-colonial movements. Our mission is to provide an autonomous and resilient platform to publicize and promote revolutionary theory and action. Go to itsgoingdown.org for daily updates. Check out our online store for ways to donate and rate and follow us on iTunes if you like this podcast. Wow, that makes it... I don't know. It's still the novelty playing the jingle. Okay, I still need to make my own jingle. I've been putting it off. I will promise to do it soon. Okay, so before I dive into self-heal, I mean, like, how beautiful is that, right? Like, the link between... Like, you know, I've got a spreadsheet where I've planned which episodes are going to come out in which order. But, you know, like it's all going to be a bit higgledy-piggledy in terms of like dates and stuff. Um, 
But I just think it's like really beautiful that the herb that this announcement lands on is self-heal, you know, like that feels really special. Anyway, okay, so just a little mini recap. So what is the Herbalism, PTSD and Traumatic Stress course? So it is a self-paced course, meaning you can start, work on it and finish it completely at your own pace. There are eight comprehensive modules exploring how trauma shapes the body, how we can reclaim and reshape it. Folks will develop an in-depth knowledge of plants, herbalism and nervous system physiology grounded in an anti-oppressive analysis. There are 60 video lessons, including 32 in-depth plant profiles about herbs with an affinity for the nervous system. So when does the course start and end? Enrollment is open until the 21st of March. Whew. And then, yeah, after that, it will be closed, like close, 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 like no access after that. Um, <clears throat> because I'm knackered. No, I'm joking. Like, it's just because like, there's a lot of admin in like launching this stuff and I need to be available. But I've got like a lot of things that I want to be working on over the summer. So yeah. And then I'm hoping to relaunch it in October 20, like this year, but that's like a provisional date. But yeah, the plan is to just kind of like open and close it like twice a year. And then just, yeah, have that as like that month I'm focusing on like promotion and admin and like learner support. Okay, so how much work is involved? Um, so I have tried to design it to feel as liberating and stress-free as possible. There are no assignments, quizzes, grading or essays. Um, there are no like triggering group calls with strangers discussing deeply sensitive life experiences. That is my absolute worst thing about online courses. Um, there are no forums, messages or overwhelming information to keep up with. Study when you have the headspace, energy and desire and you are welcome to chop and change and bounce around lessons to follow your desires and interests. Okay, so how much does it cost? So the course has been designed as a sliding scale with no one turned away for lack of funds. You can find more info about this, about the sliding scale and how it's been designed on the course info page, which I'll put in the show notes. But in summary, like the standard rate is 195. So if you have like a steady income, for example, like a job, um, <clears throat> the resource price is 345. So that's, for example, if you own a house or you're a landlord or you're living from like uninherited, uh, uninherited, like unearned kind of inherited wealth, like a trust fund. Um, payment plans are available over three and five months for those rates. And then, yeah, there's this like third rate, which is like the solidarity rate, which is basically like a donation of whatever you can afford. And that includes like nothing. Like if you can't afford anything, you can also just put the code in and it's like completely free to access. Um, so yeah, what you do is you put this code solidarity 100 in the standard price checkout and then there's like a little donation like box and you can just like write the amount in there. Um, yeah, and I've written that denying people in poverty access to learning about trauma because they can't afford it goes against every bone in my body. I really encourage people to access the course if they need it, whatever they can or cannot afford. Please share with friends who may benefit from it, especially working class folks, people affected by incarceration and comrades who've experienced state violence while fighting back against oppression. Okay, so why does the course matter? Um, and this is some text from the, the kind of page overview. So in a world full of injustice and oppression that can be deeply traumatizing, we need plant medicines more than ever. The world isn't likely to become less traumatizing anytime soon. Equipping ourselves with the skills to take care of ourselves and each other is essential. Herbalism is a lifelong journey. Plant medicines can transform your life by enabling a deeper relationship with the land, improving sleep and digestion, 
preventing disease, reducing inflammation and aiding the nervous system to rest and recover while surviving and resisting this oppressive world. This course teaches you the principles and frameworks on which herbs to choose and why for your unique constitution, health history and needs. It encourages experimentation for you to work with different plants and see which work for you better than others. Our goal is for you to be able to build a medicine cabinet of allies that can support you negotiating and navigating a lifetime of experiences. So if you have any questions about the course, feel free to email me at info at solidarityapothecary.org. I will be sharing a bunch of random graphics <laughs> that I've designed like over the next week on Instagram, kind of talking about um, the course and my approach and like, yeah, pulling out some case studies and things. Um, so keep an eye on that. But for now, please listen to this amazing plant profile about this beautiful little pickpocket herb, Selfie. Right, let's get into the gorgeous self-heal, um, also known as pickpocket, which is my favorite name for self-heal. So the Latin name is Prunella vulgaris, and the plant family is the Lamiaceae family, the mint family. In terms of identification, self-heal has short, upright, square section stems bearing stalked, small, oval, sparsely hairy leaves and short, blunt flower spikes. The leaves are untoothed and not glossy and the flowers are purple. They have a spreading mat-like habit and a semi-green perennials. And you can see the illustration in the book drawn by my amazing friend Amani. Other species can be mistaken for bugle, um, but worth remembering that bugle has blue flowers, not purple, and a bit of a different growing habit, like taller spikes rather than spreading like self-heal. Folk names in English, self-heal, heartsies, pickpocket, poverty pink, heart of the earth, heal all, wound wart, blue curls, sickle wart, carpenter's herb, touch and heal and yeah vulgaris means common in latin and brunella in german means quincy which is one of the uses self-heal is indicated for historically okay chemical constituents flavonoids including rutin vitamins a b c k fatty acids volatile oil bitter principle pentacyclic tripotines based on ursulic butylenic and oleanolic acids tannins caffeic acid and rosmarinic acid uh, food and nutrition. Self-heal is edible. The raw leaves and flowers can be added to salad. They are quite bitter in flavour, so they've often been made to taste nicer through cooking. They were traditionally used as a pot herb and added to soups and stews. Okay, ecological role. Self-heal can be found on dry to moist, neutral to basic soils in unimproved short grasslands, in rush mires, woodland glades and along roadsides, tracks and paths. It's also common in lawns. I have also found self-heal growing in the lawn where I live amongst the daisies, as well as on bare soil in the polytunnel. They are very attractive to bees and other beneficial insects. Self-heal is very tolerant of poor soils and is often considered an indicator of them. Cultivation. You can grow self-heal from seed or by dividing larger plants. It can tolerate full sun and partial shade. Okay, energetics. So it's cooling, uh, drying and tissue states indicated are heat excitation and wind tension and the taste is bitter and pungent. Okay, herbal actions, antibacterial, antioxidant, anti-tumor, astringent, diuretic, liver stimulant, reduces blood pressure and vulnerary. So some of the health challenges supported by self-heal. Self-heal has a broad heritage of traditional use, especially in Ireland and England. It is also used in traditional Chinese medicine through, though harvested at a different time in its life cycle. Wounds. All right. So self-heal can help staunch bleeding and aid with wound healing. 
Recent research has shown it to be antibacterial and that it may play a role in alternatives to conventional antibiotics that bacteria are increasingly adapted to. As recently as the Second World War, there are records of charcoal burners in Kent using self-heal for cuts and bruises. It can also help reduce the swelling of bites and insects. Mouth and throat problems. So due to its astringent nature and ability to heal wounds, it is highly effective for treating mouth and throat problems. Self-heal has been used as a mouthwash and gargles for sore throat, gum inflammation and mouth ulcers. Okay, flu, fevers and viral infections. Self-heal can help with hot fevers and warm flu conditions with its cooling, immune stimulating and antiviral qualities. Research has shown it to be an excellent antiviral effective against herpes and the human papillomavirus, which is super interesting. Okay, diarrhea self-heal has been taken internally as a tea to help with recovery from diarrhea. Uh, lymphatic system um, herbalist uh, Ali Herchikova who is from this amazing project called Grassroots Remedies in Edinburgh just a side note there you should check them out um, writes how self-heal has an affinity for the lymphatic system and can be taken for swollen glands mumps glandular fever mastitis nodules cancer or other lingering infections okay allergies due to its action on the lymph Self-heal has been indicated to help seasonal allergies. It contains immunomodulating polysaccharides, which support the immune system, helping the body to respond to allergies rather than suppress them. Thyroid issues. Ali also notes that self-heal has a normalizing action on the thyroid, stimulating an underactive thyroid and reducing an overactive one. Support for cancer treatment. One study on people with breast cancer showed that self-heal prevented side effects, namely neutrophil reduced fever and anemia caused by chemotherapy. This study indicates different interesting advantages of using self-heal during cancer treatment, such as improving overall survival rate. And if you've got a copy of The Prisoner's Herbal, then I have linked to the source of that information. Okay, so urinary tract infections. Self-heal has been shown to be effective for urinary tract infections, including E. coli infections. Okay, some cautions. It is not recommended to consume self-heal if you are taking blood thinning medication. All right, how to practically use self-heal in prison, where you might find self-heal. I found self-heal in the lawns amongst the grass and the daisies. It was especially abundant if there had been bare patches of soil. You may also find it growing under other plants. Wounds. You can apply self-heal leaves directly to a small cut to help stop the bleeding. For more advanced preparation, see the wound care section. Hot fevers, viruses and flu-like conditions. Drink two to three cups of self-heal tea throughout the day. Seasonal allergies, drink a strong cup of self-heal tea first thing in the morning, ideally combined with nettles. Sore throat, gargle self-heal tea and then spit. Gum inflammation and mouth ulcers, make a strong cup of self-heal tea and swish it in the mouth before spitting out. And I cannot believe how much we are through these plant profiles from the Prisoner's Herbal book. Um, Next up is going to be Daisy, which is really exciting as they're already coming out. Can't believe it. Um, and yeah, I'm going to be releasing this episode soon with the amazing queer plants interview. So download that too. Okay. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to the frontline herbalism podcast. You can find the transcript, the links, all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast.